Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Agency Nation Radio. I am your host, Ryan Hanley, joined by my co-host, Marty Agather. Marty? Howdy. So it's been a while since we've been on the show, and there was a reason for that. We, we launched uh, five episodes pretty quickly, and we did that to get a gauge on, on uh, what you guys were interested in, what, what the listeners of this show were interested in, and the, type, the formatting, the types of content. And we've gotten very specific feedback. Um, uh, you know, we, we kind of three episodes in, got some feedback. We wanted the show to be a little shorter, and then uh, we did two more that in a little shorter, kind of compact fashion, and we got a little more feedback. And, and that feedback was that you want uh, relatively short, 15 to 20-minute kind of action-packed episodes where we, we put as much value into the show as we can in terms of talking about how higher-level kind of um, events that are impact our industry and how we can prepare ourselves, strategies, theories around uh, marketing, sales, and automation, and then into into tactics and tips and things that we can actually be doing on a day-to-day basis. So uh, for today's episode, uh, we wanted to get into uh, a topic that I think um, is is incredibly important, and it's the idea of entrepreneurship because I think it sets the table for Everything that we're going to be talking about in this podcast in the weeks to come, um, you know, entrepreneurship is the idea of essentially embracing uh, entrepreneurial ideals of kind of building from, uh, you know, kind of uh, building from scratch, building up based on on what you're able to produce, kind of the the ground and pound kind of uh, uh, survival, the fittest mentality of an entrepreneur. Um, the, the pushing the envelope, uh, trying new things, testing all these types, you know, exploration, all these types of ideals that that entrepreneurs embrace, but doing it from inside an organization instead of kind of the the, the traditional, uh, you know, taking out a home equity loan and starting your own business that that uh, that's traditionally associated with entrepreneurship. So. Marty and I were talking about kind of how do we set the table for this new format, and I think you know I, I what immediately came to my head is I think we have to talk about how we actually get the things done that we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about, and we have you know shows uh, lined up for the next few weeks, lots of great stuff. Um, but when we're talking about those ideals, if we haven't set the stage with how you actually go about affecting change in your agency. Uh, whether it's from the top or from within, then um, you know I think we're missing something, uh, Marty. So so let's 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 get to this. What is what does entrepreneurship mean to you? And, and what are what's a an example of of something you've done in your career where you've had to kind of embrace the idea of entrepreneurship, but from within an organization? Sure. Well, I guess the first thing that I would say is I just want to amplify a little bit on what you said earlier, which is. Um, the reason that we're doing this is because we know that while some of our listeners are agency principals, we know that many of our listeners aren't in that role of um, the ultimate leader of the organization. And so we're, we're hopeful that what we can do is that we can provide input to you and, and ideas that you can take out and operationalize no matter where you are in the organization. And so, uh, so even if you're not uh, the final decision maker, we want to give you ideas and hopefully give you techniques uh, through, throughout these podcasts that will help you grow your organization. So as to uh, where I've been in my, in, in, in my career and, and how I've uh, been involved in this, I guess it starts right from day one. My first, uh, 
my first task in the agency, I was sort of tasked with being um, the computer guy, the automation guy. And so uh, I was very I was very sort of forward thinking and paid attention to at the time uh, you now know it's uh, Steve Anderson's um, the Anderson uh, agency report, but back in the day it was the automated agency report. Rick Morgan was uh, a principal in that, in that uh, along with two other gentlemen. And so from that, I took a lot of ideas. And uh, being quite frank, I made mistakes like we all do when we're out there. Um, fast forward, working for uh, any number of employers after that fact, um, I've always sort of looked at one of my one of my jobs as to be sort of the big thinker that comes up with the crazy ideas. And so the very first thing that I would tell uh, any of you that want to get into this and, and, and to be uh, have entrepreneurial spirit uh, inside an organization is you have to realize that not every one of your ideas is going to be a home run. So you've got to you've got to very quickly get over the you know geez that didn't work and now I'm all bummed out about it you, no no you just have to say you know what if this idea was no good that's okay I at least tried it we 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 made a good stab at it we learned something and you always learn something let's get on to the next thing yeah you know I it so let me put this in even more context uh, I was in Wisconsin uh, two months ago at their annual state convention and uh, great audience. Um, you know, they were very engaged. I had, I had a lot of fun and it was a pleasure to be there. Uh, but after uh, the presentation, I had a couple people come up to me and back to back, two separate agents walked up to me and said, Ryan, you know, I love the ideas. You know, I, I wrote a bunch of notes and I have a few things that I definitely want to implement. But what I'm struggling with is getting my organization to kind of understand that, that this stuff is important and prioritize it. And, uh, and you know, and I, so I gave, uh, I gave her a couple ideas, and then right behind her was a gentleman, and he came up and he said almost the exact same thing. And uh, that was a, a big part of the impetus of this. I think when we're agency principals, we can affect change immediately, right? We, we can immediately say, this is a new priority, and, and if you believe in um, uh, anything, it doesn't have to be uh, digital marketing or, or, or sales, um, any uh, initiative, you can immediately affect change. So I think uh, f- for those people... Uh, you know, maybe this isn't necessarily a, a big issue uh, for those that are in that position that are listening. Though, think about what the advice, the the kind of uh, tips that we're about to share. Uh, think about this in terms of the people inside your organization who may be trying to bring you ideas. Because what I so so the the list of tips that we're about to share are um, kind of my best practices for starting to uh, uh, you know kind of disrupt. Or, or not, it's um, starting to affect change without disrupting organizational kind of activity and culture. Because that's the big issue uh, for many agencies is that if you start to adopt uh, social media marketing or content marketing or something, that it's going to disrupt this natural, successful workflow, which has been uh, happening in an agency for many years. So uh, the very first one that I want to share is oh. is this, Marty, before – is uh, is – it's going to take time, right? So, so you know, anything that we talk about, anything, any change that we want to make, it is going to take time. No question about it. Um, you know, 
we talk about an organizations do not turn on a dime. You know, they're more like the, the uh, super tanker out at sea. You know, you want to turn or you want to slow down and stop. It takes miles to make that happen. And so uh, even, even a medium-sized agency, there are a lot of things going on. And so one of the things I had to learn early on is that even the most brilliant idea in the world needs everyone or at least a significant number of people to buy into it. And so that's the first thing that takes time, right, is you've got to, um, if you're going to change the way the organization works, there are other people that that affects. And so you've got to, you've got to get those people on board. And sometimes that is as critical as any of the other operational strategies and tactics that you're going to bring to bear to make this change. It's getting the people who are going to be affected to actually understand and to buy into what we're doing. Yeah, because so much of the work that we do, uh, so much of our lives is habit based, right? You you come into the office, you wake up, or you know, from everything from waking up in the morning to how you get ready to whether how you handle your kids if you have them to getting to the office to how you perform your job all day to going home. There are so many pieces of that are habitual. So when we start to in, in uh, interject. Uh, or inject new new operational workflows, which 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 blogging and social media and email marketing and 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 website design, all the things that we talk about on this show, uh, these are all new workflows. These are all new concepts and new ways of going about things. And um, it, from as simple as uh, having whoever answers your phone ask why are you calling and where are you calling from? That may not be, you know, if, if all your new business opportunities are referrals, your, your receptionist, your, whoever's, whoever's answering the phone may not be asking where the business is coming from because he or she is just assuming that it's a referral. And if you're starting to take on some of these digital marketing tactics, then, then that may change. But, but that's a habit that has to be broken and changed and, and a new thing adopted. And, and all of these things take time. So uh, it took me two years to convince uh, my agency leadership that we should start blogging on our corporate website. Um, two full years to make that change. And I'm not saying it can't happen in a shorter period of time, but it's not like I went from I wanted to start blogging to I just was blogging on the Murray Group's website. That was absolutely not a reality. It took time to convince them that this was something that I could manage, that it wouldn't be a burden on the agency, and that um, it would actually be a successful part of our business. And I think any entrepreneur who's trying to affect change uh, specifically when it comes to the things about content marketing and digital and social media marketing, understand that nothing is going to happen overnight. And uh, a mistake that I made very early was getting frustrated because I didn't understand why things didn't happen faster. As Marty can probably attest to, that characteristic of my personality still hasn't changed. Um, but my advice to you is learn from my mistake and, and just go, when you go into the project, uh, just believe and, and have kind of um, – have kind of scheduled out that in your mind that it's going to take time to, to make these changes. Absolutely. Going hand in hand with taking time is starting small. Let's, let's not let the, the end 
result, right? So, so when you got into your blogging uh, at the agency, I'm sure you wanted to do uh, written articles. You probably had video in mind. You might have wanted to put out um, some podcasts or, or things like that. But if you try to do all that at once, it, it absolutely confuses the message. So in this instance, talk a little bit about it. I bet you did start with just some writing. Yeah, so my early work before I ever worked on the Murray Group's corporate site, I just was was all written text, and uh, it was on RyanHanley.com, which is now my my personal site. But uh, that started is actually a producer, an insurance producer's website. I branded it the Albany Insurance Professional, and I was just writing and getting a feel for things. And um, you know, it it and the reason that I think uh, Marty. Uh, the start small is in, is so important is because you are going to stink at this when you start. That's the God's honest truth. Unless you are a journalism major coming from uh, a career in, in, in writing and in, in creating content, you're going to be terrible uh, for the most part. And, and that's completely okay. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Um, it's just, you know, you need practice. So starting small and, and by small, it means don't don't go into this and say I'm going to write an article every day, right? If if I don't I don't think that writing an article every day is a bad strategy. Actually, I think if you could create value every day, it would only be a boom to your business. But the truth is, to think that you're going to go from zero to writing an article every day, uh, you're going to get burnt out. You're not going to have the proper workflows. You're going to run out of topics and energy. Your other parts of your work are going to suffer. So start small means means take on a, a small piece of if you want to do video and you don't want to do written text that's okay do one video a week or one video every other week and then as you start to become more proficient with the process as your company culture starts to become more accustomed to and more accepting of you doing this uh, you can start to build up uh, more velocity by okay I feel pretty comfortable with creating video let's go to one every week and then uh, man one every week is really doing well and we kind of got this thing and uh, the the other uh, other people in the agency are very comfortable with it and like it and our community likes it I'm gonna go to two a week and and or maybe one written article in one video and, and you build you build into those things you don't just start full bore full throttle or I promise you, I promise you, you are going to run into more headaches, more obstacles, and ultimately, if it's not successful um, and you feel burnout, out, you're not going to have the energy to keep going. And, and perseverance is like one of the key factors to success in content marketing. Absolutely. And specifically with the content, uh, the content marketing piece that we're talking about here, let's assume that you... That, that you were committed and you were going to be, you know, from 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock every night, you were going to write, you know, that daily, um, that daily blog post. As, as Ryan said, you're not going to be, odds are good that you're not going to be excellent day one. A boatload of marginal content is not going to help you. So take your time, start small. Make your first efforts good. You're going to learn over time. And as, as Ryan said, as you start to find your stride, as you begin to find your voice, at that point now, you can start to ramp up. Because now all of a sudden, you've learned a lot of the do not do's. What kind of resonates? What doesn't? Okay, now I can start to figure that stuff out and start to, ge- to, to, to generate more and more content. Yeah. So the next, uh, the next piece of this is uh, commitment 
and I'm going to put this in the same category as having goals. Uh, and the reason being is that, um, like I, like Marty just reiterated, like I said initially, uh, we're going to be bad at this. You're going to be bad. And your first blog post most likely is not going to set the world on fire. And, and, and that is okay. So what we need to do is set both short-term and long-term goals. And, uh, and this speaks a little to selling content marketing to uh, agency principals or decision makers who may not necessarily be 100% on board. Um, by, by setting both short and long-term goals and committing yourself to, to give it an effort until you hit those marks and then reevaluate, uh, you can you can give that uh, the essentially you can give the the decision makers almost like a, like an opt out clause, right? So you can say, hey, I'm gonna post one article every week for three months, and my goal at that time is to have uh, 1,500 visitors coming to our site every month. We currently have 100 visitors coming to our site every month, and. Uh, the whole p- goal for the first three months is just to increase exposure and start to prove that I can actually get people to come and read our content. So very simple goal. We're not tying it to any revenue yet because it's very early. And and all you're saying is that, um, is that boss, I will commit to doing the work and we will reevaluate based on this goal in three months. So if you give me three months, I will commit to the goal and then let's sit down again and reevaluate. And what that does is one, it shows that you're putting skin in the game for your ownership or for your decision makers. The, the, the decision makers in your agency feel like, um, Hey, I, I have the ability in three months to say, this isn't working. Your sales are down. It's thrown the whole culture off and I can pull the ripcord and really three months won't you know, greatly impact my business. So everybody has a little bit in the game, but at the same time, um, feels like they can get out if they need to. And then, you know, you hit that three month mark, you can say, okay, so now we're going to push it out till, you know, so we've seen that it's working. Now we're going to push it out for six months and say in six months, we're going to have five inbound leads and 5,000 hits a month on our website. So we're increasing branding, and now in the next six months, we will start to actually attract inbound leads. And I'm going to do this through three text-based articles and one video a month. And now, again, you've committed to a little longer period. You've set realistic goals, but you've also, again, given everybody an opportunity to reevaluate in a given period of time. So you as the person doing the work, you aren't going to be hassled for six months because your leadership knows that, that you they've given you that six months to do the work, but they know at six months they will again have the chance to reevaluate and make sure that's not greatly impacting their business. And by, by doing this kind of goal setting and commitment to certain time periods, um, it makes, I think, it makes everyone feel much more comfortable with uh, the process. And this is exactly what I did at the Murray Group with uh, my father-in-law, uh, who was the agency owner. Um, we, we actually went in six-month increments for the first two years. We met every six months and talked about what is going on and, and its impact. So hey, what, what, what is key to this is it's not it feels like we're being successful. It's not, well, I, you know, I, one or two people have commented that they've been liking my content. What you've got to do is you've got to get data. 
because that data is the component that gives you irrefutable proof to back up what's going on. And so one of the things as you build out the plan to start this process is to make sure that you know how you're going to be able to measure the success that you're going to have. So you've got to draw that baseline. As Ryan indicated, if you're getting 100 visits a month now, you've got to have that documented so that you can say, we moved from 100 a month to X number a month. Marty, so you've hit it. So this is the fourth and final piece of kind of getting uh, content marketing and social media marketing uh, campaign up off the ground as an entrepreneur um, is is this data and case studies. And what I would say to, to your points is uh, if you – let's say you have a and, – and, and all of you should have um, some sort of open source, uh, simple, clean platform like a WordPress or there's others – Drupal or Wix, there's a, there's a bunch of them that, that have content marketing or uh, content management systems built right into them. Um, they're very inexpensive. So let's assume you have WordPress because 23% of the websites on the internet are built on WordPress. Um, Google Analytics is a plugin. Click, click, you now have Google Analytics and you can track that. If you don't understand, you should pay a marketing consultant no more than $100 to do it for you. Um, you should have a very simple contact form. Again, this is a free plugin that you can add to the site, which has a series of fields that if they're interested in getting a quote from you, they can fill out and it will send an email to the appropriate person. You should have your phone number on there and you can use simple free tools like uh, Buffer to track uh, social engagement. There are other tools like SumAll, S-U-M-A-L-L.com, which is another free tool which allows you to track social engagement. So with Google Analytics, a contact form, and say SumAll, S-U-M-A-L-L.com, you can track social interaction and engagement. You can uh, track website interaction and engagement and you can capture new potential leads and you can do it all for nothing if you can do it yourself they're very easy to to implement um or you can hire a marketing consultant for next to nothing i mean these are such simple tasks it will take them a matter of minutes so uh with just those very simple features you can track this and what the tracking allows you to do is present a set of reports to ownership to management and say here's what's happening um, and I am adjusting up or adjusting down to meet the needs and to and to make sure that everything's on track. And and also just by having analytics, it shows that you're willing to prove out what you're doing. I think it it says something about the entrepreneur and the agency who's trying to take this task on that you're willing to be tracked, right? Because if it doesn't work, the analytics are going to show it. So I really think it it, it builds trust. Uh, it, it shows commitment, and it ultimately is going to be the results that prove um, your efforts out and allow you to keep growing this thing bigger and bigger. And again, this is a this is a a twelve month twenty four to twenty four month process. This isn't something that all of a sudden in two months your agency principal is going to be like, oh, I'm fully on board one hundred percent. Really, they shouldn't be. Um, they should make you prove this out, and if you commit and go through the steps that Marty and I have outlined today, um, 
you know, I unless your unless management is completely unreasonable, I think that they should be willing to allow you to take this project on. And again, we're talking nothing significant in terms of dollars. This is really just your time. And to be honest with you, in the beginning, if you're really committed to this, you have to be okay with doing this on your own time. When I started this project, I was working, as Marty said, from like nine to midnight. I, this wasn't during regular business hours. I had to do the work of being a traditional insurance producer during at the beginning uh, during business hours until I proved out that this had a lot of value to our agency, and then I started to do it during business hours because now it actually became part of my job. Um, you know, at the height of my digital marketing activities, uh, close to twenty percent of our agency's new business revenue on a monthly basis came from digital marketing. Um, and when you look at the ROI of that business versus what we were what we were paying for the tools we were using, um, I don't think that there is a more uh, cost-effective way of acquiring new business than digital marketing when you really get into a groove. But that took four years. So I think we're probably at the end of our time here. So I just wanted to go back and, and, and recap. Yep. Um, if you're an agency principal and you believe that uh, everything's working fine for your agency and the need to sort of look at the business through a, through a new lens and um, and try some of these new new tactics I would tell you um, I believe and, and this is a topic for another another uh, another show we're not going to get into it now but I believe that this industry, has dramatically changed. It is not the industry that it was five years ago. And while we've got lots of agencies that are continuing to um, do well in the current environment, that is slow. That is slowly changing. And so it's time to take charge. Number two, if you're not that principal, uh, but you're a hard charger and, and you want to wrap your hands around this concept of entrepreneurship, um, a perfect opportunity is content marketing. We gave you some good hints today. Uh, Ryan's going to recap those for us, but it, it may not be that. Find something that really you have passion for that's going to help your agency. It's going to it's going to change the complexion of your agency. Build the case. Go to the principal. Start small, and 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 if that principal has the vision. To allow you to start this experiment without, you know, blowing up the agency. Do it again, starting small. It's a real opportunity for you to prove a number of things. Number one, improve the business. But number two, prove to that principal that you should be part of the long-term, uh, part of the long-term organization. Yeah. So just um, Marty hit on some of them, but just the quick four for the entrepreneur. Understand it's going to take time. Start small. Do not uh, try to take everything on at once. Build into this process. Set time, you know, commit to time periods in which you will reevaluate your goals and ultimately track and use data and your own case studies to prove out that what you're doing uh, is successful and should become an even larger part of your agency. Um, for everyone listening, this has been uh, Agency Nation Radio. If you enjoy this show, we have one thing that we ask. Tell a friend. Tell someone you know in the industry about Agency Nation Radio. We're going to have many more action-packed 
tip tactics, strategies, theories, all the things that you need to be successful. And you, because that we're in the podcast format, you can take this information with you anywhere and listen to it at any time. So all we ask is if you enjoy Agency Nation Radio, share it on social media or tell a friend, whatever you can do. Um, and if you have a question, if you have a topic, if you have something that we you'd like us to dive into in this show and answer a specific question for you, send me an email, ryan at ryanhanley.com. Jeez. I'll cut that piece. <laughs> Send me an email at ryan.hanley at trustedchoice.com uh, or send Marty an email, marty.agather at trustedchoice.com and we'll be happy to get that on the show. Marty, any last words? Nothing other than we're out. We'll